Hello everyone, this is Tony Mears, and welcome to the study podcast for January. This month, as we begin the year of fresh departure for a youthful Sokogakai worldwide, we will study Ikeda-sensei's lecture titled, Expanding Our Inspiring Network of Human Harmony in the Treasure Realms of Our Mission. The SGI guidelines for 2024 encourage us to continue to study this lecture series, The Buddhism of the Sun Illuminating the World, as essential study material for advancing our worldwide Kosenrufu movement. In this lecture, Sensei explains the profound meaning of Kosenrufu and how to achieve it through our own human revolution in the real world, starting in our local communities and actualized through our compassionate behavior. The lecture states, Kosunrufu is this challenge to make the realm of the ceremony in the air described in the Lotus Sutra, which depicts the nobility of the state of Buddhahood within all people and the magnificent solidarity of bodhisattvas, a reality in the here and now. It is a realm of compassion, of respect for the dignity of each person, free of discrimination and division, in which everyone's unique qualities can shine. Let us continue to advance steadily toward the realization of this lofty ideal, shining in our own unique way as we respect and encourage one another, we vibrantly expand our network of solidarity to enable all people to fully realize their inherent dignity, thereby building a Buddha land. Sensei refers to the novel, The Eternal City, where David Rossi is a young revolutionary who is dedicated to creating a humane and compassionate society amid a turbulent period in Italy's history. Rossi's statement, first here and then there, echoes the principle of Kosenrufu beginning with the individual, spreading to the community and then to society as a whole. Sensei explains, Through such great literary works, Mr. Toda taught us how the bonds of like-minded friends and a dauntless commitment are vital to realize Kosunrufu, an endeavor unprecedented in human history. He emphasized, however, that the religious revolution the Sokogakai aims to achieve is not a revolution accomplished by violent or coercive means. It can only be attained, he asserted, through the inner human revolution of each individual. Our noble members have steadfastly walked the great path of human revolution leading directly to Kosunrufu. They have contributed to the betterment of society by bringing people together and fostering mutual understanding in their communities, the places of their mission. This beautiful solidarity is emerging first here and then there, all over the world. The first passage of Nichiren Daishonin's teachings quoted in the lecture is from the record of the orally transmitted teachings. The Record of the Orally Transmitted Teachings The Record of the Orally Transmitted Teachings says, The words this person refer to the practitioner of the Lotus Sutra. The place where the person upholds and honors the Lotus Sutra is the place of practice to which the person proceeds. It is not that he leaves his present place and goes to some other place. The place of practice is the place where the living beings of the ten worlds reside. And now the place where Nichiren and his followers chant Nam-myoho-renge-kyo, whether in mountain valleys or the wide wilderness, these places are all the land of eternally tranquil light. This is what is meant by the place of practice. 
This section of the lecture is titled, A Religion for Transforming the Real World. The central principle of the Lotus Sutra and Nichiren Buddhism is that ordinary people can attain Buddhahood in this lifetime, as we are, and in the places where we are living. There is no special place where we can find enlightenment or peace. It is our mission to attain Buddhahood where we are in the real world, and to transform the places where we live into the land of eternally tranquil light. We have chosen to be born at this time and place precisely because we are bodhisattvas of the earth. We have each made a vow to take on various challenges and sufferings and to show through our Buddhist practice that it is possible to overcome them. Nothing gives hope to others more than seeing people like themselves overcome their sufferings. Even more inspiring is witnessing how such people become stronger, wiser, and more compassionate in the course of their struggles. This is what inspires people to try practicing. Attaining enlightenment means carrying out the ultimate purpose of life as a human being. That purpose is the great wish of the Buddha for the enlightenment of all people. That is why the place where we live is the place of practice and the place of enlightenment. President Nikita affirms that we have the power to transform the world. But bringing forth that power depends on our mindset, which must be forged through our faith and our human revolution. He explains, In On Attaining Buddhahood in This Lifetime, the Daishonin writes, There are not two lands, pure or impure in themselves. The difference lies solely in the good or evil of our minds. Whether a land is pure or impure is not something fixed or unchangeable. In a letter to Shijo Kingo, the Daishonin advises his disciple to regard the new estates given to him by his lord, even if they are inferior to his previous ones, as excellent, excellent lands. The important thing he is saying is one's own mind or attitude. Mr. Toda said, Kosenrufu is an arduous struggle that takes place in society. The more our movement spreads its roots in society, the more all kinds of obstacles will arise to obstruct our progress. Such obstacles attest to the validity of the Daishonin's teachings, and there is absolutely no escaping them. Whatever difficulties may arise, therefore, we have no choice but to overcome them. No matter what situation you find yourself in, when you base yourself on deep and powerful faith, you'll be able to overcome everything. When you change, grow, and take responsibility, you can win in all things. It all comes down to you. The next Gosho passage is from Letter to the Lay Nun Izumo. Letter to the Lay Nun Izumo Should be regarded as a reverse relationship. How was your journey? I am deeply concerned. Please reply as quickly as you can and set my mind at ease. In this passage, the Daishonin praises Lei Nun Izumo and expresses concern for her safety. He uses the term reverse relationship, which refers to a bond formed with the Lotus Sutra by those who oppose or reject it. Although the entire story is not known, Sensei says, It may be that the Lei Nun or a fellow practitioner had tried to share the Daishonin's teachings with someone and the interaction had not gone as hoped. The Daishonin may have been praising her courageous effort in dialogue and assuring her that this is a case of sowing the seeds of Buddhahood, 
by enabling someone to form a reverse relationship. The Daishonin encouraged his disciples with endless compassion, even when his own life was in peril in the midst of persecutions. During his exile on Sado Island, he wrote to Shijo Kingo and his wife, Nichigenyo, when their daughter Kyo'o was ill. Despite his own dire circumstances and suffering, Nichiren Daishonin was always more concerned for his beloved disciples. He poured his whole heart and soul into encouraging them, promising to rush to their side as soon as he was freed from exile and assuring them that they could defeat the devil of illness through their strong faith. Such is the heart of the mentor and the unbreakable bond that exists with each of his disciples. Our mentor expresses his bond with us, his disciples in Canada, in the poem, A Rainbow Over Niagara. Beyond the clouds, across the seas, transcending time and space, my mind and the minds of my Canadian friends are joined in a deep and solid bond that, though invisible, no one can ever break. Isolation has become a major issue in society today as human connections and community ties have weakened. Sensei tells us that in reaching to those who feel isolated, our members' sincere efforts shine with special brilliance around the world. We learn through our Buddhist practice and study to treasure each person, to pray for their happiness, and to build networks of friendship to transform society. Based on the Buddhist principle, since the law is wonderful, the person is worthy of respect. Since the person is worthy of respect, the land is sacred. President Toda said, never forget that incredible changes can occur in people's hearts if you interact with them based on deep compassion. It is essential above all to show utmost courtesy and patience in your dealings with others. Sensei explains, our behavior as a human being is the essence of what the Buddha aimed to teach us through his own example. Mr. Toda said, no one in this Saha world is free of problems or worries. That is why the Buddha is compelled to encourage others and lead them to enlightenment. This is the spirit of propagation. The life state of Buddhahood pulses vibrantly within us when we talk to and encourage friends, thinking of and praying for their happiness. It takes tenacity to care about others. Sometimes people are not responsive to our efforts in building or maintaining friendship. We might tend to think we shouldn't bother anymore if the other person doesn't want to reciprocate our friendship. It is at just such times that we need to pray for their happiness with greater empathy, imagining what the other person may be going through and how they might be feeling. There are countless examples of individuals who felt discouraged or hopeless, but whose lives were revived by one person who would never give up on them. Sensei describes the grand vision of worldwide Kosanrufu that Nichiren Daishonin projected while at the same time always treasuring and taking pride in his birthplace. He ends his lecture with the following encouragement. Be positive and confident. Our steadfast, seemingly modest steps for change are actually the direct path to world peace and human security. Thank you very much. Thank you.